The Rabada ruling has thrown the cricketing world into a spin, uh, and that has our Splash Agenda Jam packed on this Wednesday, March 21. It's time for your daily dose of Sporting Agenda, your audio edition of the Fox Sports homepage, The Splash, with your host, Phil Pryor. Thank you for tuning in, and I'm joined by uh, lead digital cricketing uh, journalist for the Fox Sports website, Joe Barton. Thank you. Welcome, Joe. How are you feeling? Yeah, good. Or more importantly, how are you? I mean, a bunch of uh, stories to get up on the website following the ICC's decision to uh, grant Kagisa Rabada, the South African quick uh a reprieve, yeah. uh, a chance to play in the third and fourth tests. Uh, he was suspended for two tests, of course, which would have ruled him out for the rest of the series. Uh, and that has been overturned. So that's what we're going to be chatting uh, about today on the splash ahead of uh, the third test, which kicks off tomorrow evening, Aussie time. Um, but first, uh, we will do a few quick headlines uh, and also a quick Reminder uh, that Unibet uh, gives you the experts' edge ahead of the NRL and AFL seasons. Well, the a- ahead of the AFL season, of course, the NRL. We're two rounds deep already. Uh, experts' edge. Make sure you jump on the Unibet website, unibet.com.au, and go and check out the Unibet app. We'll kick it off with some football. There are positive reports coming out of Socceroos camp there in Oslo as Bert van Marwijk gets his hands on the Aussie squad ahead of friendlies against Colombia and Norway ahead of the Russian World Cup of course uh, and also over in uh, Europe football uh, Aussie Harry Kill has been linked to the Charlton job uh, in England. He's currently of course with Crawley Town uh, and quite a lot of politics involved in that story on the Fox Sports website as well. So make sure you go and uh, get up to date with all of that. In rugby, Quade Cooper is determined to win back his Wallabies jumper. Uh, and Waratah's halfback, Nick Phipps, uh, was on the rugby podcast which went out today. He uh, provides an update on his calf injury and when he's back. He's also the club captain of the Waratahs. Uh, so he provides some juicy insight into the culture he's trying to instill uh, in the Tars this season, of course. Uh, and in NRL, uh, a couple of big stories here. Kevin Walters has declared that uh, he won't make the same, the same mistake as he did last year with Billy Slater, declaring that Greg Inglis and Matt Scott will be a part of the Maroons uh, side uh, for the upcoming Origin Series. Uh Panthers flyer Dallin Vatane's Lesniak has broken his jaw. So looks like he'll be out uh, on the sidelines for up to a month um, as he lets uh, that heal. And Nathan Ryan's reporting that um, Manly are chasing Storm half Riley Jacks. Joe, that's something that you'll be uh, excited about. You're obviously a, a keen Seagull supporter. What do you reckon about... Uh, uh, this move to um, lure Riley Jacks to Manly. I, I thought Lachlan Croker did quite well on the weekend. <laughs> 54, <laughs> nil, 54 nil to the Eagles over uh, over those 
uh, those dastardly people out west, the Parramatta Eels. So, yeah, I mean, look, I'm more than happy to give Lachlan Croker a, a fair a fair crack uh, this season. But um, yeah, yeah. if he doesn't if he doesn't come good, then yeah, Riley Jacks is a guy who's got a bit of potential. So it's all about Cherry anyway. It just just need, just need somebody to pass in the ball from six. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, it would certainly provide the Seagulls some uh, handy depth following uh, losing Blake Green to the Warriors, of course, who's doing a fantastic job across the ditch uh, for a, a, re- a resurgent Warriors outfit um, and the Market Watch podcast team involving Ben Iken. Uh, talk about this one uh, on today's Market Watch podcast as well, so make sure you go and check that one out now. Joe, let's turn our attention to cricket. Kagisa Rabada will be playing in the third test, which starts in Cape Town at the Newlands ground uh, tomorrow evening, Aussie time. First things first, how did this appeal uh, process roll out? Um, and how did we reach this decision? Well, not not quickly. Obviously, it kind of dragged on um, yeah, didn't it? from what? from the end of the last test. Uh, initially, they were they they wanted to have um, the initial findings handed down mid test, but um, gastro struck everybody, and umpires weren't in the hotels, and basically everybody, they had to push back to the end of the test. Once that happened, um, and Jeff Crow, the the match umpire, handed down his two. Test ban, or gave him a, th- a, a three demerit points um, penalty, which pushed him beyond the eight point threshold. And the, yep. the, the whole reason for this two test ban is is essentially because Robata has been um, poorly behaved over the past twelve months. He's picked up five uh, separate um, demerit point incidents, and yeah. that's and that's what it's. It's not a suggestion that this um, this shoulder bump or charge or brush or however you want to describe it. There's no one, shoulder brush. Yeah, no one's suggesting that that on its own is deserving of a two-test ban. Of course, that's yeah, not the case. Yeah. But it, it, it arrived at that um, point because he'd had four previous incidents. All adds up, and that's how he got to a two-test ban. Once that came down, South Africa obviously not very impressed, so they um, lodged a formal appeal, um, and I think we're quite lucky because of the huge gap between um, the, the second and third tests. Um, so they were able to get a, a, a legal team together with yeah. a strong case. Well, it, it, it's never a quick process getting a legal team together and, and um, having a hearing heard and all that sort of thing. So, mm. But because of the big gap, they were able to have that um, hearing on Monday uh, this week. Yeah. They had a six... Uh, so South Africa and um, Rabada's legal team was, I think, three-person strong. Um, they went in there with quite a lot of ammunition and... Um, had six hours behind closed doors with the with the independent judicial commissioner um, Michael Heron, his uh, New Zealand chap, who uh, has mm. gone against his countryman um, Jeff Crow, obviously a former uh, New Zealand international cricketer um, of of some note, and yeah, he's, he's uh, Michael Heron's gone against him. How does it take six hours just quickly to, well, <laughs> to I, put I, a case forward? I did wonder because it's the the footage is. Roughly, if you even if you slow it down, yeah, it's, yeah. it's about two point five seconds. So <laughs> they ha- would have had a lot of time to um to go over that footage and determine. Um, well, essentially, what what they would have been arguing was this one point that Jeff Crow um, ruled that it was inappropriate and deliberate the the contact from from Rabada. Yeah, essentially saying that in so it all happened after um Rabada dismissed Steve Smith, yes. um, the Australian captain. Yes, Smith is walking 
down, it was LBW, so Smith's walking towards uh, his Australian teammate, I think possibly Marsh at the time, um, to work out whether maybe I should review should this. Appeal. Yeah. Um, which he ultimately didn't. But so he's walking a straight line, and how Jeff Crow viewed it was that um, Rabada has changed direction from, from him running and celebrating, changed direction to get closer to Steve yeah. Smith and to yeah. scream in his face, yeah. which is something which Rabada has been fine for in the past. Yeah. So it's kind of in his makeup that kind of, oh, I'm going to scream in your face, and some people like it, some people don't. I'm not two-faced either way if you want to <laughs> if, yeah. if that's how you want to celebrate yeah, yeah you know it's not a not a terrible look in my opinion but once you then make physical contacts no matter how uh, minor i think that's when you're going a little bit too far but jeff crow's ruled this was deliberate contact mm. then they've the the south african uh, legal team has gone into this meeting and essentially said we are going to prove that it was not deliberate contact, that um, yeah. both players, like Rabada was running off to celebrate with his team, Steve Smith was walking to deliberate with his teammate as to whether he should review. Yeah. And it was completely accidental contact, and yeah, after six hours of frame-by-frame I mean, frame, uh, analysis, that's, that's that's the conclusion they've come to. That's the thing about this case. Uh, I, I mean, I'm happy to say that it was accidental contact, and, and I think most people out there would agree it was mm. careless and, and reckless of course um, but the contact was accidental as he sort of turned to his teammates uh, behind Smith to go and celebrate with them and whatever I, whether or not you agree with that is a, a different story but the point is that uh, the two game suspension was handed down because of previous Prize, incidents yeah. and history um, and that's what I suppose has made uh, the reaction to this so crazy, mm. uh, you know, depending on who you ask. Um, can you sort of just run through some of the reaction that we have had from the different camps and parties uh, from right around the cricketing world? Yeah, I, it wouldn't surprise you to know that um, South Africa as a team and a nation, um, very, very happy with the result. Obviously, yeah. Kigeta Rabada, number one bowler in the world, was by far and away the, uh, the best bowler in the second test, um, finished with 11 wickets for the match had two, definitely one match-turning um, spell when Australia was in a pretty strong position and then he came on, took four wickets in something like eight balls or nine balls. Yeah. Um, definitely, and turned Australia's innings from quite a strong position to one that was really going to be a struggle to mount a score above 220. Um, then, and did essentially did the same in the second inning. So he's, having him available is such a huge boost to of South course. Africa. So of course, and I think they were always, I don't know, I'm, I'm not definitely not going to say they were confident because all of the, you know, the, the former greats who were talking about it, Graham Smith and the like, kept bringing up, look, the ICC never, doesn't overturn these decisions. So I think they would have been pleasantly surprised and we're cheering at the moment. Australia outwardly have been um, fairly positive about it as well. Uh, Nathan Lyons spoke overnight um, and essentially said, look, we want to beat the best the best South African team has Kigesa sure, Rabada in it. Sure. So, sure, that we, we want to see him playing. I think privately they'll be pretty uh, disappointed, because especially because this has been a series which has been played in such um, kind of heated... Uh, yeah, it's just... Yeah. It's been it's been a pretty spicy series in general. And so, for this to be overturned, I think is potentially a huge swing, um, swinging point in the momentum of the series. So, I don't... Oh, I imagine, sure, yeah. I imagine Australia will yeah. be... Um, privately, a little bit, a little bit miffed um, at the decision. 
That would be quite impressive. Yeah, I, I think it's good for the series that mm. he's playing, of course. But I agree. I mean, I, to... I, I want to see him play, but I, I mean, I look, I look at it and go, if this was an on-field decision and if it was an LBW decision, you've got to say there has to be. I'm, I'm, I need three three red lights um, to overturn a decision, and yeah. ultimately, I, I'm thinking that you've got to stick with the umpire's call, which is Jeff Crow, who has who was there for all five days or all four days of the test. Um, who analysed the incident at length, who's been there the whole series. He knows what's going on, and he was the one who made this ruling that, yeah, Rabada kind of overstepped the mark. Whether it is harsh that he's going to miss two tests, I think we all agree for that particular incident that two tests is harsh. But th- this is this is the, the umpire's ruling. And essentially what's happened is an, out- an outsider has come in Probably not taken in all the context of, of what's happened. Just look at the isolated incident and said, "No, nah, it's not worth two matches." Mm. I think that's what um, that's that's what doesn't sit particularly well. It makes the ICC look a bit strange, yeah, um, because they've gone back on. Well, they've had to go back on their own against their own um, their own match referee. So, yeah, it, yeah. it it all looks a bit odd. But then definitely, you look at um, at the neutral the neutral view. And I'd say most neutral fans, um, people who are not South African, not Australian, or not even, you know, a lot of English kind of typically go against Australia anyway, but I think most neutral fans are, are genuinely happy about this because they just want to see cracking cricket. And uh, that that needs KJ Rabada to be in the middle because mm. how he's been bowling this series and just the fire that he brings, when he doesn't overstep the mark, there's no more exciting cricket to watch in, in the world, in my opinion. He's just he's, he's top draw. So yeah, that's that's why you've got exactly, Mike. and and I think the uh, the Fox Cricket uh, producers will be will be happy as well because it's going to generate a lot more interest heading into this third test as well. Undeniably, undeniably, and yeah. you've got Michael Vaughan coming out saying, "Look, the right decision's been made. It's it's common sense prevailing." And I think that's the overwhelming view of the neutral fan is is that this is a common sense decision to make sure this because they had the potential to to really. Put a dampener on the series if um, if a, if if South Africa's gone out there without their best bowler and potentially with you know this is this has been a draining experience for them I'm, I'm sure it's taken a lot of their focus away from potentially away from training this that's, would have been a lot of that's, chat. An- that's another thing the test starts tomorrow and Rabada probably uh, hasn't really done a full um, I think he's been preparation right I, I, I imagine he's probably been training with them it might be mentally draining for him yeah. to, to have had this all this weighing on his mind but yeah yeah I suppose I this gap is more of a mm. recuperation and yeah and yeah recovering and get yourself right after those first two tests anyway yeah it's so yeah. even even allowing for the the mental drain I think uh, Rabata 22 year old kid he'll be uh, yeah raring to yeah. go uh, tomorrow evening it'll be and Mate, I'm I'm very excited to be. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm going to sit up and watch as much as I can before my super early shifts the following day. <laughs> uh, how would Steve Smith be feeling about this? Because I think we've heard from Nathan Lyon, who sort of gave nothing away, representing the uh, the Aussie camp. How do you think he'd be feeling uh, just personally about it? Well, we should find out how he's feeling tonight because I believe he will be doing press um, yeah, for the yeah. for the pre-match stuff where he usually announces a team, although I don't expect there'll be any changes. No. But I imagine he'll get quite a few questions about this uh, incident in particular. You would, be- you would think so. Look, I don't know how Steve Smith... I think he's such a competitor that he would want to test himself against the best, and I genuinely do think that. But at the same time, there's no there's, there's nobody in the Australian team who's more determined to win, and he would know that Australia's best chance of winning will be without Rabada. So yeah. I think when it happened... 
he you, you can see him instantly kind of look at the umpire and essentially kind of just give him a strange look and be like, oh, and point to his shoulder and he's like... Oh, yeah, he definitely dobbed him in. Yeah, he's like, this yeah. this has happened. So he yeah. like he was aware of what was going on and he was aware that he uh, potentially had the influence over um over what could have been a, a series-ending ban for Rabada. So I think... Yeah. I think he would be sitting there at the moment going, look, there's nothing out of my control, so let's just um, let's crack on. And, uh, and yeah. you know, he's in a bit of a slump himself. He hasn't uh, made a big score, just the 150 in this series. So yeah. he, um, he'll he be looking for for a century. Whether he has to uh, whether he has to knock over Rabada to do that as well, then so be it. He's, he's the best batsman in the world for a reason. So I think he'd be taking that approach. I don't think he'd be letting himself get too distracted by... You know, uh, thinking, you know, wow, this guy really should have been banned, and this is going to change our plans and and all that sort of thing. I think he'll be uh, pretty level-headed. Mind you, I don't like getting in the head of Steve Smith because he's a pretty complex cat. Uh, and heading into this third test at Newlands, as you said, it looks like Australia will probably take in a very uh, similar lineup uh, to the one that uh, they have for the first two tests. South Africa, though, this is a little bit more interesting. Um, because it, it seemed as though Dale Stain was going to potentially be able to return and recover from injury and mm. potentially replace Rabada. Uh, so what do you think the South Africans will do um, uh, now that Rabada is fit? Will there be any changes? Uh, sorry, is available. Yeah. Will there be any changes? And uh, does the fact that, it's, uh, that this test will be played at Cape Town um, cross their minds as well? I, I think they'll probably keep the same time, same team. So yeah. Dale Stain ruled himself out, um, yeah, about four or five days ago. Okay. Basically saying, if he was to um, play in this test, he needed, he essentially needed to have a first class game under his belt. Yeah. He wasn't able to do that. So uh, I think the South African domestic uh, next round starts either on Thursday or Friday. So right. that'll be his chance. He'll play for um, he'll play in that competition yep. starting this week. Yeah, um, and try and put his claims forward for um, the fourth test. Yeah, um, but I yeah he's he's, he's definitely not going to play. Um, definitely going to play in Cape Town. I don't think that they'll make any changes. They brought in a couple of guys mm. once um, it looked like Rabada might miss, yeah. um, which was essentially just cover to put a bit of pressure on Mornay Merkel, who seemed like the obvious replacement. But um, I think both teams will be unchanged. Australia had some injury concerns uh, over Mitch Marsh. He picked up a groin injury yeah. um, in the second test, but he seems fine. And Mitchell Stark's got uh, an ongoing calf complaint. Um, but he bowled in the nets yesterday and looked very aggressive and uh, angry. So I think potentially we're we're you know going in full strength Australia. Okay. And um, yeah, it looks like Mitchell Stark has a bit of fire after he was a little bit below his best. He was very like outstanding in the first um, outstanding in the first test, but looked a little bit just a little bit weary. Um, spent one particularly long day bowling a lot of overs um, in in the second test in Port Elizabeth and. I think he was a bit drained from kind of day two onwards. Um, big break for him. I'll expect him to see him back to his best uh, from tomorrow. Mornay Morkel, I believe, is retiring uh, from Test cricket after this series, so that would be be very interesting if uh, Dale Stain is fit and available for yeah. selection. What the South Africans would do? Uh, yeah. Oh, well, I'd be <laughs> I'd be picking Dale Stain if if he's fit. I mean, he's in my opinion probably the the best the best fast bowler of the past twenty odd years. So. He'd be uh he'd be getting a call up if, and Lungi and Giri would be 
would be finding himself on the outer if, if I was on their selection panel. It, I mean, and, and I know the sentimental part of it would be to to get Mourne in for a final test, yeah. but at the same time, it's... This is, it this could is, be a really important game. It could be a really important well, game. It probably and will be, given that it's one all in the series. Yeah, yeah. It, it could be a very important game, but equally, it could be. I mean, it's almost certainly going to be um, Dale Stain's last test against Australia. He's yeah, he's um, he's creeping up in age yeah. quite yeah. rapidly, and I wouldn't expect him to, uh, you know, be playing at this high level next time Australia tours South Africa, or potentially even next time South Africa tours Australia. I, I think Indeed. this is this is this is his last shot at Australia, a team that he's had some great battles with um, over the years, uh, both on home soil and and in Australia. So I reckon he'd want one last crack, and he's definitely pushing hard to to get that. Indeed. Uh, You'll be able to watch the first session from Cape Town Thursday evening, kicking off at about 7 o'clock, I believe. So uh, you'll be able to watch almost the the opening hour of that before turning on your second TV screen uh, and putting either the the AFL season opener from uh, live from the MCG on Fox Footy or Fox League yeah. uh, for Thursday night might need football to get, action. Might need to get the iPad going as well, so you get the yeah, two TVs yeah. plus uh, plus <laughs> plus your third sport of choice on, on the iPad. As long as the there cricket's is. on the main TV, as long as we get the big screen, <laughs> that's um, that's all that matters. We are spoiled for choi- there's choice. More, there's more shoulder sure. charges in the cricket than there are in the rugby league now, so just just keep that in mind. <laughs> and, yeah, that's true, and uh, and of course uh, the fo- uh, the the cricket coverage. Um, courtesy of the the Fox Sports Cricket website, uh, Joe Barton will be live blogging uh, along with Jacob Karoop, and uh, match day coverage is always uh, is always up to scratch uh, as when the the cricket is going. Uh, Joe Barton joined us on today's splash, uh, and he'll be making sure that everyone stays informed right throughout the third test. In Cape Town, Joe. Thank you very much for joining today's splash. No worries. Thanks for having me. Uh, you enjoy yourself. Yeah, great time. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, looking forward to it. Um, and uh, keep up to date via the website for all of the latest Rabada reaction. As it is, <laughs> that'll do us today. That's a wrap. <laughs>